hello. How are you today? Hope you're happy and well. Keeping the wolf from the door. And anyone else you don't want there for that matter. Reggie here again. You just can't get rid of me. Like a wasp at a picnic. Only not as angry. What is it with wasps? What purpose do they serve apart from being angry, annoying bastards? They're like the chavs of the insect world. You manage to get rid of one and it comes back five minutes later with its mates. Pretty horrible things. Anyway, listen to me going on with myself. Now, before we move on, I just want to apologise for the poor sound quality in last week's episode. It was absolutely abysmal. Uh, the thing was, I tried out a new microphone thinking it'd be better, and as is blatantly obvious by last week's abomination, it was not. The offending microphone has been sent off for recycling, and all I can do is apologise and, uh, and move on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there is no need to be alarmed. I bring news. Wretches Urban Retreat will be bringing you a two-part special on the paranormal. Ghosts. in between. <laughs> Join me if you dare. Christ on a bike scared myself then. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, I am indeed doing a two-part special on the paranormal. Really looking forward to this one. There's going to be ghost hunts, Ouija boards, EVPs. It's going to be fantastic. I don't have a set date for it yet, but it's going to be soon. So keep your ears on for news. Right, I'd better get on. This week, I've been poking around and sticking my nose in um, well-known sayings and phrases and their origins. Yes, and you might be surprised by some of these. Okay, first up, we have Cat's got your tongue. Meaning, said to someone who remains silent when they're expected to speak. Now, there's two stories behind this particular saying. Uh, the first one says that it could have come from a whip called a cat of nine tails that were used by English naval officers for flogging and often left the victim speechless. The second one may be from the ancient Egypt where liars' tongues were cut out as a punishment 
and fed to cats. Either one of them doesn't sound particularly great. <laughs> okay, moving on from tongues to ears. The walls have ears. Now, the meaning of this is uh, be careful what you say, as there may be people eavesdropping. The origin of this uh, comes from possibly the Louvre Palace in France, which was believed to have had a network of listening tubes so that it would be possible to hear everything that was said in different rooms throughout the palace. People say that this is how Queen Catherine de Medici, de Medici, de Medici discovered political secrets and plots. Catherine de Medici. I knew I'd get it right eventually. Anyway. Bury the hatchet. Uh, this means to uh, end a quarrel or a conflict and maybe, you know, become friends. Um, during negotiations between Puritans and Native Americans, men would bury all of their weapons, making them inaccessible and be able to talk without fear of conflict. Um, not sure about this one. It sounds a bit, uh, I don't know, a bit tenuous to say the least. But anyway, moving on. Raining cats and dogs. <laughs> I think we all know what that is, living in good old Blighty. Uh, the origin of this idiom has two stories. Um, uh, the first explanation says that the origin of this phrase comes from North mythology, where cats would symbolise heavy rains and dogs were associated with the god of storms. The second version says that in the 16th century, England houses had thatched roofs, which were on the, which were one of the few places where animals were able to get warm. Uh, sometimes, when it started to rain, the roofs would become very slippery, and the cats and dogs would fall off, therefore making it look like it was raining cats and dogs. Again, I'm not too sure. I I, I think I'd be going with the uh, the first explanation for that one in the North mythology. I. Cats and dogs falling off roofs, because it's, I don't know, sounds a bit weird, but who knows, could be true, what do I know? Uh, next on is blood is thicker than water. Uh, this means uh, family relationships and loyalties are the strongest and most important ones. Now, even though many might think this saying means that we should put family ahead of friends, it actually meant the complete opposite. The full phrase actually was, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Womb, and it referred to warriors who shared the blood they shed in battles together. These blood brothers were said to have stronger bonds than biological brothers. So there you go, it's, uh, it's flipped on its head, that one. Next up, we've got, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, this means to, you know, if, if if find fault with something that's been received as a gift or somebody who's done a favour for you and you, you know, you, you kind of put it down. Well, the origin of this uh, comes from while buying a horse, people would determine the horse's age and condition based on its teeth and then decide whether they want to buy it or not. This is the reason why people use the idiom to say it's rude to look for flaws in a thing that was given to you as a gift. And I guess it is. I mean, if you're not happy with someone, just thank them and uh, stick it in the bin when you get home, I suppose. Going from horses to dogs and barking up the wrong tree. 
Uh, this means um, being mistaken or misguided, the line of thought or in a course of action. Uh, the origin of this phrase refers to hunting dogs who chase their prey up trees. Uh, once it climbed the tree, the dogs would bark at them, yet sometimes the dog would continue barking even if the prey was no longer there. Uh, uh, Sully does that quite a lot. He barks at stuff that's not there, which we'll be talking about in the paranormal episode when that comes out. Anyway, close but no cigar, meaning almost but not quite successful. Uh, the origin of this is in the late 19th century carnival games. Uh, they were mostly targeted to adults and not children, so the winners would get a cigar as a prize instead of stuffed animals, as is the uh, seems to be the thing today. Uh, if the person was close to winning but did not succeed, they'd say it was close, but no cigar. And now we're on to waking up on the wrong side of the bed, which is something uh, Mrs. Reggie does quite a lot. No, only joking. She's uh, she's great in the morning. It's me that's got a face like thunder in the morning. Uh, yes, waking up on the wrong side of the bed means start the day in a bad temper. Uh, throughout history, the left side of basically anything was considered to be evil. So waking up on the left side was also considered a sign of bad luck. To ward off evil, house owners would push the left sides of the beds to the corner so the guests would have no other option than to get up on the right side. Uh, this has been said to me many a time, and it is put a sock in it. <laughs> the origin of this, <coughs> or the meaning of it, is obviously to stop talking. The origin lies in the uh, 19th century. People would use woolen socks to stuff the horns of their gramophones or record players to lower the sound, since these machines had no volume controls. This was particularly done during the war, uh, to when blackout was and you couldn't make any noise. Okay, next we have steal someone's thunder, meaning win praise for oneself by preempting someone else's attempt to impress. Uh, you think that you've done something awesome and unique, but someone got in there first and took your credit. Spur of thought for playwright John Dennis, who, back in the 18th century, made a machine that could nicely mimic the sound of thunder for his play. Sadly, his play wasn't a success, but somebody had taken note of his clever invention. When later on in another theatre, Dennis found somebody had copied his thunder machine and was using it without credit, and he got very, very annoyed. And somebody had stolen his thunder. I quite like that one. That's uh, yes. Um, moving on. Um, this one happens to me quite a lot as well because I'm sure people talk about me. My ears are burning, meaning one is subconsciously aware of being talked about or criticised. Uh, the idiom dates back to the ancient Romans who believed that burning sensations in various organs had different meanings. In fact, it was believed that if your left ear is burning, it signalled an evil intent. And if your right ear was burning, you were actually being praised. Well, my right ear never really burns. Every cloud has a silver lining. Meaning, negative occurrence may have a positive aspect to it. 
The origin of this expression can be traced directly from a piece written in 1634 by English poet John Milton called Comos, a mask presented at Ludlow Castle. He spoke of a silver lining of brightness behind a gloomy cloud, and soon afterward Milton's clouds became a staple of English literature. The proverb, every cloud has a silver lining, eventually came into being in the 1800s, a time of optimism and positivity in the upper classes of Victorian England. The whole nine yards, meaning to do everything that is possible or available. During World War II, pilots would have a nine-yard chain of ammunition, and when they were in battle, if a fighter pilot used all of their ammunition on one target, they would say they'd given him the whole nine yards. Sleep tight, meaning sleep well, said to someone when parting for them at night. Origin. It's believed that the saying comes from Shakespeare's time when mattresses were secured by ropes. During that time, sleeping tight meant sleeping with the ropes pulled tight, making a well-sprung bed. Can't we don't do that anymore. I love my bed. I love my mattress. All comfy and snug. Spill the beans. Meaning, reveal secret information unintentionally or indiscreetly. The origin of this saying comes from ancient Greece, where voting was done using beans. Citizens would put a, whole, would a white bean into the jar of a candidate they support, and a black bean for a candidate that they did not approve of. However, on a few occasions, clumsy people would kick the jars over and spill the beans. Next up on our trip through uh, phrases and sayings, we have pull out all the stops. Uh, this means to make a very great effort to achieve something. Uh, the origin of this uh, comes from organ consoles, which have knobs that are called stops. Without them, the organists can't play at a much higher volume, so pulling out all the stops would let the organists squeeze the maximum, maximum volume out of their instrument. Uh, next one. Uh, bad language alert, bad language alert. Taking the piss, meaning to mock someone or something. Now, back in the day when clothes were dyed with natural dye, stale urine was used as a mordant which stops the natural dye from leaching out of the cloth. The textile industry needed all the urine it could get, so workers would go around and collect specially designated chamber pots full of urine. It was probably the least desirable job at the time, so people who did it would often lie about their profession, and so the question was born from those in doubt. Really? Are you taking the piss? <laughs> uh, now, this next one, I quite like this one. Deceive someone playfully or tease someone, and you're pulling their leg. While there's no evidence to back up these claims, there are two popular theories for the origins of this playful expression, neither of them particularly playful. The first relates to thieves in medieval times who apparently pulled on the legs of their victims to trip them up and swiftly make off with their booty. The second theory comes from the Tyburn, the principal place of execution in the Old England. It referred to the so-called hangers-on, who tugged at the legs of people being hanged to give them a mercifully swift death. Cheerful stuff. Neither of these theories are really plausible, however, 
So the search for the true origin continues. Next up we have Rule of Thumb. A broadly accurate guide or principle based on experience or practice rather than theory. It's believed that the rule of thumb comes from the 17th century England where Judge Sir Francis Buller ruled that husbands can beat their wives with a stick if it is no wider than his thumb. Well, that's absolutely horrible. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's great that, you know, I can explain where it comes from, but ew, not good. Minding your P's and Q's, meaning be careful, behave well and avoid giving offence. This expression has quite a few theories as to its origin, but our favourite, or my favourite, refers to the practice of chalking up a tab of drinks for later payment. The P refers to pints and the Q's is quarts. You would do well to correctly tally up the right amount as not to cause offence, especially a customer with a few beers under their belt. Again, there is little evidence to support this theory, other than the correct lettering, but we like it nonetheless. And don't throw baby out with the bathwater. I was talking to my missus about this and she said she'd never heard this saying before. Uh, it means discard something valuable along with other things that are undesirable. Uh, in the 16th century, most people would bathe only once a year. And even when they did, the entire family would bathe in the same water. Usually, it was men of the house that bathed first, followed by other males, females, and finally babies. At the end of the, this yearly routine, the water would be so dirty and cloudy that mothers would have to be careful not to throw their infants out with the bathwater. And that is that. I hope you enjoyed that. Some interesting things going on there. Well, I thought they were interesting anyway, and I hope you did too. Well, I guess that's it for another week. Uh, thanks for listening. And don't forget, look out for the uh, paranormal special. I will be letting people know when it's going to happen so you won't miss out. I am so looking forward to it. It's going to be brilliant. And, uh, of course, thanks once again for listening. It, it does mean a lot to me. And, yeah, if you want to drop me an email, please do. It's uh, retreat at gmail.com. If you've got absolutely anything to say or you want to pass on some information or you want to tell me a ghost story that I could uh, put into the paranormal special please send me an email as I said thanks for listening and I'm going to leave you with this I was at B&Q the other day getting some wallpaper and the guy on the till asked me if I was going to put it up myself I said don't be disgusting I'm going to put it in the front room <laughs> see you later take care Talk to you soon. As Mick Jagger so eloquently put it, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you get what you need. Sayonara!